Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about my favorite products for flipping furniture. So I am trying to narrow this down. I have a list of 15 that I think everybody should have. So if I were to put a supply cart together with my favorite items that I will always have on hand if I'm flipping a furniture or have a furniture project to do, these are the top 15 items um, that I would definitely have. Like I said, I tried to narrow it down to get to the top 15 and every furniture project's different. Every furniture project's going to need maybe some bigger tools or some some different items. But if I I was telling somebody that was just um, starting out what to get, these would be the 15 products for sure. Like these are for sure you have to have these if you're going to be flipping furniture. We are in the process of creating a furniture flipping course. And so some of the things that we've been working through and putting together for the course, uh, uh, it's so much fun for me. And I thought that I would go over some things that have come up and some of the questions that I get asked the most with furniture flipping and definitely the products that I would recommend somebody that's just starting out and would definitely need it. That's top on the list. Um, It's something I get asked often. So I thought I would kind of go through those items that I will never be without (laughs) for flipping furniture. Um, So let's get to this list. Uh, First of all, you need a good paintbrush. Um, I know some people will spray uh, their pieces and we have used sprayers uh, and we have rolled uh, furniture pieces, but uh, I, my preferred method for painting furniture is with a paintbrush and Over the years, Matt and I have learned the hard way. We have skimped on buying the cheapest paintbrushes we can find uh, just to find out that as you're painting a piece, the paintbrush, the bristles and everything are falling out in the paint. They're sticking to the the piece of furniture. You're having to then sand and peel it off. It's just a nightmare. It's a complete nightmare. So I would definitely recommend that you find a good paintbrush that isn't going to do that. Uh, do not buy the cheapest paintbrush you can find. Um, definitely, definitely, you don't want to go really cheap on this part because, it, to be honest, you're going to spend a lot more money and a lot more time in the long run. So get yourself a good paintbrush. And throughout this, in the show notes, we will leave links to um, my the products I talk about here and the favorite ones that I that I talk about here. But I definitely would recommend the zebra paintbrushes, and I also love uh, the Klingon brushes through Wiseau Paint. Those are two that um, I have really enjoyed working with those paintbrushes. They give you a great, they fit in your hand well, and they just give you a, a great outcome every time. They're not falling apart. They clean up really well. So definitely those are two that I would recommend. Um, the next on my list would be plastic tablecloths is some kind of tarp, right? So paint flies fast and it flies far and you don't know where it will end up until you're cleaning up and the the project is done and you're finding paint on the curtains, on the floor, on the walls. I mean, depending on where you're painting, but um, I have definitely learned the hard way. I have just 
oh my gosh, I will never forget, brand new curtains that I put up in, I want to say it was Landon's bedroom. And I was painting a little piece and, oh my gosh, and I was putting, I didn't clean the lid part out right and the ledge where the, you know, the, the lid fits in. And so I was kind of hammering that down. Paint went all over the brand new curtains. So <laughs> definitely always have, uh, I will just go to the dollar store and I will pick up plastic uh, tablecloths there. Um, obviously tarps or, you know, canvas paint, paint tarps are great too. Um, I have used before when I don't have plastic uh, garbage or plastic tablecloths, I've used big uh, plastic garbage bags that I just kind of cut down where the seam is so that they're longer. You just definitely want to have those on hand. Uh, I've used old blankets and, and, you know, old towels and stuff, depending on the size of your piece and your project, but definitely have some kind of tarp or covering that you can uh, cover and protect your spaces from because you just you you don't see the paint flying all over or where it's going to end up until the end and then it's you know if it's on curtains it's really hard to get out so make sure you have those things on hand the next thing this is funny but definitely paint clothes again why do i think that i can paint something and not get it on my clothes and every stinking time i get paint on the clothes i'm wearing i'm not a really clean painter i get it all over me uh, most of the time. And sometimes I think, oh, it's just a little project or, oh, I just have to do one little top coat or, you know, one more coat here on the side or whatever it is. And every time it'll, you know, like I said, paint, paint travels far and fast and, you know, a splatter will end up on my pants or my shorts or whatever I'm wearing. So definitely from now on, <laughs> I, I always wear paint clothes, no matter what it is. You can obviously wear an apron too, but the aprons just don't cover enough for me because, I get it all over my arms, my legs. I mean, it it's a thing. So definitely paint clothes should be in that supply cart. And I would not paint with any chalk paint on a piece of furniture without a fine mist spray bottle full of water. That, I have shared this many times. Uh, you can find videos on my YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Um the one way, the one easy way that you can get rid of brush strokes on a furniture piece is to have a fine mist spray bottle. Definitely have one of those. And I have shared um, how to use those to get the brush strokes out. But it's a game changer. It is a game changer when you're painting furniture. Next, obviously, you need a good paint. So, uh, and I recommend to anybody just starting out, you should try a few different brands of paints. All paint is not created equal. They're all different. And... Um, just for you to get a feel for them and how they work. And um, it, you just want to be comfortable with the paint you're using. So if you're just starting out, I would recommend trying at least three different brands and just see what you like. See what they have to offer. See how the paint glides on. All those kinds of things are important when you're picking out paint. Uh, along with paint would be the primer. So, you know, there's regular primers, there's clear primers, there's stain blocking primers, you know, depending on the paint brand you're working with, um, you know, they have different primers, but you definitely want that in your supply cart as well. A good sander. I could not do furniture projects without a sander. And like I said, all furniture projects are different. So you may not be even sanding a piece down to paint it. You may not even be... Um, 
it may just be you need a sander between coats. Maybe you just need a sander before you put the top coat on. Maybe you're um, filling holes and you need to just sand off where you filled, you know, holes or, you know, some missing veneer or something. You just, I usually have a sander out at some point in a furniture project. So I could be scuff sanding, finishing sanding, you know, sanding down wood filler or something like that. But uh, definitely I will have a sander. So I love my serve prep sander. Uh, that thing has been amazing uh, for all different kinds of projects. I also love an orbital sander for those projects where you kind of need to, you need to sand it a lot more than, you know, just a regular sanding. Uh, and then I also use a hand sander. If I'm distressing a piece, I like to use a hand sander because I have more control and it's just, it's not as rough. But the serve prep uh, sander is really good for that finishing sanding as well. So definitely sanders would be part of my part of my supply cart. Uh, a top coat. So a top coat is good, especially if you're selling your pieces um, and for pieces for your home that are high traffic pieces. So think coffee table, um, like a dining room table if you were going to paint that. Um, a dresser probably. But you know those are those are pieces that are going to get a lot of wear, or things are going to be set on them a lot, or people are going to be around them or using them a lot. So those I would definitely say put a top coat on. So a good top coat, I prefer a matte top coat, but they come in all kinds of sheens, so you can pick out whatever sheen you like. And a top coat isn't just a clear top coat. You could do a glaze, you could do an antique wax, you could even do stain over paint, which I've done and shared many times. But definitely a top coat would be in my supply cart. Rags and paper towels are another thing that I always have on hand just for all kinds of things. Um, if you're sanding the piece, then you're going to want to, you know, wipe it down with a damp rag before you, you know, paint it. You want to get all that sanding debris away. Um, <clears throat> paint spills, uh, you know, just a set of brush on it. Just it, paint brushes and, and, and paper rags and paper towels are a must when just to have on hand <laughs> when you are painting furniture. Ziploc bags or other little bags or, you know, plastic tubs with lids are a great thing to have on hand for keeping track of the hardware you're taking off a piece and maybe reusing. You want to keep all of that together because, again, we've learned the hard way. When you just take it off and then set it somewhere, you end up missing one or you're missing the screws or your whatever. So <laughs> now we make sure we have a Ziploc bag or something where we can put all the hardware in and it stays in one spot. It's even better if you can just set that inside a drawer or inside a door of the piece you're doing just so you don't lose it. And the Ziploc bags are also great for uh, keeping wet brushes in. So if you have to come back to it, wait for it to dry, and so you don't have to wash it between each, each coat, you can just kind of wrap it in that Ziploc bag, your paintbrush, and uh, keep it wet and ready to go for when you're ready to put on another coat. A good cleaner, now uh, I get this question a lot, what do you clean a piece of furniture with? Uh, eight times out of 10, it's vinegar and water. It's it's nothing special. Um, you do wanna clean every piece before you paint it or do anything to it, just because there's a lot of stuff you won't see on a piece, and then when you go to paint it or put primer on it, those things will start popping through or um, they'll be a little more raised or it, just depending on what it is. So just give your, your pieces a really good cleaning and just start simple with uh, vinegar and water. I sometimes use my thieves cleaner. Um, Crud Cutter is another, it's a good brand uh, of cleaner if you've got kind of some tougher areas and Crud Clutter does come 
They have a deglosser crud cutter, so that would kind of take a sheen off of the piece if you're painting it. Uh, and then a lot of the paint brands you use, they will have a cleaner as well for, for pieces. So definitely have a good cleaner on hand when you're, when you're flipping furniture. Another thing that's great to have on hand is salve. And I have just uh, been, I've just started using the Wiseau salve in it. Oh my, <laughs> that stuff is unbelievable. Um, you can see, you can see uh, a table I found uh, and how that transformed it just by that alone. Um, again, you can check Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube for those. But it's great to get rid of smells, put it inside of drawers, just to refinish or just to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just to enhance the wood, um, of a piece if it's been dried out. I found a beautiful table, uh, like an old, it's just the most amazing table <laughs> and it's all wood. I didn't want to paint it. I wanted it to just be the natural wood, but it had been sitting in a garage for years, really dusty, really dirty. So I had to give it a good cleaning but after that, you could just tell the wood was so just dry and just hadn't been conditioned. or uh, So that salve brought this table back unbelievably. So um, I've even used it in my car and my dash. It's I just love this stuff. So a having a salve on hand is great for those kinds of things. Um, like I said, it gets rid of smells. You can put it inside the drawers. You can revive old wood. Uh, it's just a great, a great product to have on hand when you're flipping furniture. Another product that I've shared many, many times is Restore a Finish. Uh, this is more, the salve is more like a, not wax, but more like, um, oh, what am I? It's, it's like salve, right? It's kind of like a Vaseline texture where uh, Restore Finish is more like a stain texture. Um, and I've used that many times just to touch up areas or just touch up wood where there may be scratches or or um, it just needs a little touch up. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It comes in a lot of different colors um, and I have revived pieces just with the Restore Finish alone. So that's definitely something that I will always have on hand uh, for different furniture projects. Wood filler is great for obviously veneer that be, may be missing. You may need to fill hardware holes if you need to, you know, get new hardware or change the hardware. Um, so I will always have wood filler on hand as well. Dixie Bell makes a mud. It's called mud. I really like using that. Uh, so uh, you will also need some kind of paint scraper or a plastic scraper to apply that. Uh, that's how I like to apply it with a scraper. Uh, but that is something I will always have on hand when I'm flipping furniture. A heat gun. A heat gun is really good for those pieces. So when you find furniture pieces that have veneer issues, so it could be missing veneer, chipped veneer. Um, basically, those are two. Those are the two main things. It's just got some veneer issues. It's not all the way, you know, adhered to the piece of furniture. So I have three different ways that I like to work with that kind of those veneer issues. And one of them is with a heat gun. And like I said, every project's going to be different and not every time am I grabbing the heat gun, but sometimes a heat gun is all you need to remove that veneer to, and then you sand it down and you can go on with the makeover. I've also used the heat gun to get things like contact paper off or just other things that were stuck on the piece of furniture. Sometimes you just need the heat to reenact the glue or the 
whatever it is on the back of whatever stuck to it just to loosen it up and get rid of it. So a heat gun, again, another tool that I will always have when I'm flipping furniture. And then lastly, I put stain and spray paint. So sometimes I'm just, you know, like we may have to cut a whole new top for a piece or it's missing a top or whatever. I will just use stain um, on the top. So I always have, you know, my favorite color stains on hand and then also spray paint for maybe it's hardware that you just need to spray paint a new color. You want to use the hardware that the piece has, but you just want to spray paint the spray paint it. Or you may have some hardware, you know, I always tell everybody, keep the hardware off the pieces you rescue. So if you're not going to use it or there it's missing two or three or whatever, keep whatever you can because you will have other projects where you can just go to that stash and then pick out hardware that you've already got on hand because hardware is expensive. And so if you can reuse what you've got and just keep keep a stash going, it's going to save you so much time, money, and energy. So so you may have some hardware in your stash that you just want to spray paint. So spray paint is also another great thing to have on hand when you are flipping furniture. Um, so that is my list of 15 things that I would definitely recommend to somebody just starting out to flip furniture or somebody that's been doing it and just kind of feels like they're all over the place and they'd like to just get one supply closet or one supply cart together and want to know what for sure they have to have on there. Those are the 15 things I would recommend for sure to have to have near you, with you, on you when you are flipping furniture. And like I said, in the show notes, we will leave the links to um, the products that I talked about here. I've tried a lot over the years. Believe me, I have tried a lot of products. And so uh, when I find one that I truly love, it's it's it works. It's because it works. And it's wowed me and surprised me and made my projects easier and just much more enjoyable to do. So so yeah, I hope that helped. Uh, flipping furniture is so much fun. It's I started doing it out of necessity and uh, it's grown into so much more. And now I get to teach other people how to do it, which makes me so happy. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project start a DIY that you've been putting off, and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here, and I look forward to our chat next week.